Introduction time. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I am Sunidhi. I'm Tanvi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there waiting, excited to say, and this is Anika, but no one said anything. I was like, okay, I guess. Again. <laughs> I started recording exactly 29 30 31 seconds ago yeah same <laughs> same same oh my god oh nice <laughs> i thought it 50 seconds ago 37 so seconds you fucking loser anyways dear listeners this is what happens at the beginning of every recording except i start at least 10 minutes in advance so that's and i yeah. sit and cry so when, recording. Just like <laughs> when editing yeah, Honda just gets everything. I know. Uh, that we're talking it's, about. It's, yeah, but like, it's just one sided. It's just her making weird sounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's just her making weird sounds because that's what she's like. Ha ha ha. She's just like, ah. No, she just talks to herself, makes random noises towards uh, towards herself. Towards herself, to herself. See, isn't that what life's all about? If you're not making weird noises at yourself, what's the point? Like, there's there's nothing. Nothing. There's nothing left for me anymore. <laughs> mental illness in it. Mental illness on a Tuesday. Okay. I'm oh done. I'm done. Oh, it is Tuesday. Dear Lord. It is Tuesday. Nice. I like how stuff works out. <laughs> does stuff work out? It doesn't. Anyways. I'm actually missing a meeting with my program director right now. So. <laughs> you know... I'm glad I'm the only, um, I'm someone who managed my time today. No, I'm kidding. I've actually, I actually had to postpone shit today too. <laughs> Wait, then why are we recording today if it doesn't work? With I don't know, man. I don't I know why. We just agreed. And I was like, sure, why? I'll postpone. Why are these, why are these the choices? Made? I don't know. I was like, like okay, <laughs> Thursday, I'm free. All of us I was like, Thursday, I'm free. Yeah. All of us think we're like inconvenient. Thursday, I'm free as well. I have no classes. Bruh, that, I was like, Wednesday, what I'm free. What are we doing? Yeah. Wednesday, I'm free. Thursday, I'm free. I was like that. And then these two are like, okay, we can do Tuesday. And I'm like, okay, okay yeah, we can Tuesday. do Tuesday. Just give Tuesday. me a time. So I'll work around as it. Like, yeah, as like, I'll prefer Tuesday morning. Okay, basically. And then you're like, no, to I To conclude. So it's Anika's fault. Wait, Tanvi, so it's Anika's fault. How is it? A, oh, fine. Yeah, fine. okay, cool. Yeah. Fine. Anyways, I it's Anika's fault. It's uh, always Anika's fault. It's Anika's episode. It's usually Tanvi's fault. Yeah, it's usually Tanvi's And it's Anika's, yeah. No, but this time it's completely Honda's fault. I but, uh, bro. I was <laughs> okay, perfect. fine. Yeah. <laughs> fine. Fine. I'll take it. You know what? Okay. Okay. Body slam people under bus. I don't know if that's body kinky. I don't know if that's it is not kinky. criminal. Okay, it I don't know kinky. if it's it's something. Yeah. It is. It an sounds definitely a criminal. It sounds like one of those. You know where people lie down on nails and then someone runs a car over them. No, I did not know that this was a thing you that did you regularly did. This was on TV like <laughs> all the time when we were younger. I don't know what channels, but there what? used to be like challenges. These people used to lie down on like a 
Oh, like the Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, maybe the Guinness Book of, uh, maybe I don't okay. know. But like, yeah, a person lying down on nails mm-hmm. and then a fucking roller goes over, like a road roller goes over them. I'm like, wow. Okay, <laughs> let's go introductions. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I am Sunidhi. I'm Tanvi. And this is Anika. <laughs> this is like it's a it's a sad sandwich. It is. It, it is. It's like the buns are good, but it's then the just, meat is just so shit. Bad. That's this weirdly <laughs> the most odd sounding sexy thing. Also, my doorbell just went off. So, haha. <laughs> this is us entering into your houses and your heart. No, okay, I'm done. Um. <laughs> okay. So, bef- and I. And- Restraining order. <laughs> fucking electric chair. You know yeah, what? Okay. okay. I'll take it at this point. My, uh, my university is making life hell. I mean, you kind of have to. If you're getting the, the fucking penalty, yeah, you're going to have to take it. Consent? <laughs> what about consent, sir? It's There's no consent in the death penalty if you're taking somebody's consent not away when you're barging in. I, yeah. I do not wish to die today. <laughs> oh, not it's today. It's enough of a human rights violation anyway. Someone exactly. keeps ringing the bell and... I feel like I should answer, but I am not going to. <laughs> go answer, go answer. Yeah. Suddenly you just disappear. <laughs> Last ever seen on this episode. And then we can do like a case. Yeah, episode. that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, I was like, yeah. we can do a case, <laughs> do a case yeah. study. Monetize that. Exactly. Sure. What are we, what kind of friends are we if we do not monetize off of each other's downfalls? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. do better. Although, uh, that being said, this isn't monetized because we don't have enough listeners. <laughs> yeah, nothing's shit. monetized here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Whose fault so is that? Uh, Whose fault is that? Effort. We don't have one, but video. you should. Yeah. Or just hit me up. I'll give you bank details. Just do it yeah. anyways. <laughs> yeah, just do it anyways. Yeah. Pussy. If you really wanted to support us, you'd find a way. Exactly. <laughs> That's a you. Yeah. You'd send it and find our address regardless and send it to us, you know, if you really cared. Just yeah. like a ward of cash. We're on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> it's you just know? like one dollar. One dollar is actually a lot here. No, they can send like a whole bunch, you know, like those things tied up in a circle thingy and then they put rubber bands on it. You know what I'm talking about. No. I really can't say that I do. Cool. Yeah, now maybe we should start. Yeah, my fucking family's on the fucking phone now to go answer the door in the middle of a fucking recording. Ah! I'll be back in a minute. Are you keeping this in? No. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be back in yeah. a minute. She has no choice. Just somebody having a mental break. Like I said, I have no control <laughs> over the, the, the happenings of the Insta page. I just go, like, for the captions, I'll just, sometimes I read it, sometimes I don't, right? I just hope that the grammar is fine and that's really about it. I have no control over the content. That's fully Anika. So if it just seems like we're losing it in our Insta, it is fully just Anika. And so that's why I have full control over the recording. <laughs> that's why a lot of it is just embarrassing, Annika. And I have—I don't even have full control over my life. So like, there you have, ladies and gentlemen. We are out of control, women, right here. I hate everyone. That's nice. Handa's constant. Mood, it's not. Like, I'm actually yeah. like not that much. Just a whiny bitch. Uh, fine, but see, I wasn't that much of a hater before. <laughs> While I was whiny, I was not a hater. Now I'm a hater and I'm whiny. It's fucking COVID. The worst of both. The worst of both worlds. Yeah. I mean, it's best for us it's as like friends. We get some Hanuman. content. Yeah. Is that why you started the podcast, yeah, like Sunidhi? The opposite of Hanuman. 
no 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 don't, don't bring us no don't make it my thing you got a recording mic and you're like hey man podcast and i'm like yeah i think so i kind of planned something think, and here we are i think everyone, it was a very spontaneous decision i think everyone knows i say shit all the time it's just that my shit aligned with your shit so this was born boom and then it's after that the whole name and everything was pure just shit and now we've just stuck to it i did not on. like dude is water wet for the record yeah my my only fucking contribution to in this entire podcast has been its name yeah, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> you, you agree all yeah. oh, right yeah it was and you and really? i who agreed yeah sure we can keep that as a placeholder yeah, yeah. you and i agreed and then we because anika didn't like it we're like oh now we're doing it <laughs> Now we have. Now we have. Anyways, talking moving about on. Anika yeah. and her misery. Yeah, let's get let's on to this. Let's start the topic. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, this is like a lot irrelevant, but like unrelated. I was one day looking up like a Galilean telescope or some shit. So I accidentally mm. hit enter on just Galilean. <coughs> no. <coughs> Shut up, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so literally, my redacted is coming out. If oh no, that's not where really I live. Bleep it out. Redacted, redacted. I don't live there. Redacted. My, <laughs> my dash accent. My redacted. It might actually be worse. I don't know if you want. It's it's fine. I'll I'll take one. Okay. Anyways, if you look up Galilean on the internet, there's literally the definition of Galilean, and underneath it, it says Christian hyphen derogatory. Which I find so funny. <laughs> you just go like, you fucking Galilean bitch. Galilean. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. Go celebrate. <laughs> go celebrate Christmas, you Galilean hoe. I love it. I absolutely. <laughs> this is. It's merch. This merch. is honestly one of the best things I found on the internet, and I had to put it here because where else will I, you know, talk shit? So. Fair, yeah. Anyways, exactly. now that it's been so Speaking long and we shit, haven't started episode. talking about the episode, yeah. <laughs> the episode, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so today's episode is about drum roll, please. Grave <laughs> robbing, yay! Following it up with a yay, it's just not it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> 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 what is going on? <gasps> no. Oh, oh my no. god. Okay, so basically the idea for this episode arose from a Tumblr post that I saw like 900 years ago. So the post went something like, at what point is grave robbing considered archaeology? I was like, damn, this is like a cool ass question, you know. Turns out one Google search later, um, I found the answer and it wasn't that tough. So some famous dude in the UK puts it like very eloquently, get ready for a bad accent. When you wear a pith helmet and or donate your swag to the British Museum. That is disgusting. That's so <laughs> That's bad. disgusting. So, yeah, but there's a lot of other <laughs> answers on this beautiful webpage. So one guy says, when Toby Robin- uh, Tony Robinson turns up. Another person says, it's not a question nice. of when, but by whom. And now this I have to say, like this particular word I have to say in a British accent, but desperate scallywags uh, native to the area of said grave example Egypt grubbing around for the wherewithal to feed their starving families are grave robbers but educated upper class westerners with study grants and PhDs are archaeologists which is you know capitalism that's mm. fun anyway. so as long as you have a degree you can go for it yeah like exactly. it won't be a crime 
now yeah, um, if you are from oxford it's legit now because right? you have same. a piece of paper saying that yeah exactly now yeah. i'm glad i've taken the subject oh my god yeah forensics fun i guess freely just be like where the body go just be like yeah. it's off somewhere i'm in the <laughs> second year of university actually no, that's malpractice and that's malpractice it's yeah. Yeah, you're like it's off gallivanting somewhere that little also we can <laughs> make a lot of jokes about like sanidhi later on in this episode so that could be fun um but you make jokes about me regardless yeah so. true but yeah it's second year of uni and yeah i still don't know what my major means so good to know one of us has that shit sorted <laughs> anyways so yeah because i was doing grave robbing i had to look up uh you know what grave robbing is on urban dictionary cuz it's just one of my hobbies now so uh, the top definition is the opposite to robbing the cradle it means going out with someone that is older than you example sentence nice. he's going out with a chick that's 10 years older than him what a grave robber what the fuck y- yeah i don't know <laughs> then then there is another definition which is a person of intelligence a sexy motherfucker so i okay so for me to say me. i'm smart yeah. is is to say grave robber yeah like if you're a sexy motherfucker <laughs> a grave robber um see we've gone to very different definitions here <laughs> definitely urban dict is like explaining shit to people on a level so that we can't even can think you can be hot and you can still date somebody who much older than you Uh, so no, my point is of the accuracy. So, what if what if you're sexy and smart, but you date someone younger than you? Or what about you're really fucking stupid, but you date someone older than you? Right? It's about context. Oh, hmm. oh yeah. Yet no, again, focusing have, on the intricacies for no reason. Words can have multiple meanings. <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 so, this is a little different. Hmm. This is a little different. In this, if you scroll further down, the sixth definition is. someone who steals everyone's sadness and then buries it in their grandmother's grave the example sentence really confuses me but let's let's go ahead it was a grave situation so i grave robbed everyone's sadness and buried it in my grandmother's coffin that rotting wench can deal with it now snap snap Wait, snap on. so they use the definition they use the definition of that yeah as the example yes But yeah, let's let's get into like I love like, how Anika's turned grave robbing to something just like just shit posting. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been a while okay, since okay. the lyrics episode hasn't it? <laughs> it really mm-hmm. has. It hasn't been but, long enough. But, it did really well. It did really well. I'm like well. it's been so long that <laughs> my nightmare still persists. <laughs> yeah. I I still cry in my sleep. I swear my to God, me. after we recorded that episode, the three of us ended the call immediately and just went and like had a headache for the next five hours at the yeah, very least. Yeah, I was least. just lying there. Yeah. Same. Oh God. Anyways, um, talking about headaches, grave robbing. <laughs> <laughs> so, and <laughs> now we're getting into the cases. and they're actually more interesting than i would have expected it to be because i thought it just went oh grave let me just dig it up and do something with it and leave but people people are messed up so that's that's fun for us <laughs> content i guess uh, <laughs> the the first case we have is a shocking theft so basically oh. uh us republican john scott harrison was the son of president william henry harrison and the father of president benjamin harrison so many harrisons Ooh, wow. he was also despite yeah. his political <laughs> prestige 
the victim of body snatchers. So, according to a 1950 article in the Ohio History Journal, John Scott Harrison died and was buried in the family plot in somewhere Ohio in 1878. So, body snatching was a problem at the time. Doctors craved corpses for anatomy lessons and it was not yet legal to use unclaimed bodies for dissection and stuff. So, to protect his body, his family put him in a heavy vault and covered the vault with soil mixed with large rocks. So, that's like, you know, high security graves, I guess. Uh, but that didn't really deter the grave robbers. On the day of Harrison's funeral, mourners noticed that a nearby fresh grave that had contained the body of a man named Augustus Devon was empty. One of Harrison's sons was a friend of Devon's and he joined with a second friend and headed to Cincinnati's medical school in search of the body. Instead, they found John Scott Harrison hanging nude from a rope in a dark chute. This took a turn. Yeah, people don't know how his body was snatched again. High security grave. And it was just gory. It was gory as hell. So, anyways, um, Devin's body was later found as well, preserved in the vat of Brian at the University of Michigan. So, any UMish students listening in, shout out. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out. I I don't I know. I think I know someone who's going to U Michigan. Oh, nice! Tell them. I yeah, shout out to that one. Listen. Yeah, shout out to you, Suniti's um. friend. Um, okay. I don't talk to him though. Oh, so the well, next. Then you can suck my. Dick. <laughs> okay, Suniti. Okay, Tanvi. You all just what, what the fuck? <laughs> So, um, I don't know. <laughs> I think we're broken now. Same. I think we're just saying this is just this is such a shit episode. I love it. So, the next one is perhaps one of the most disturbing reports of grave robbings. So, yeah, this is from um, a place in Punjab in Pakistan, and um, it was here where two brothers were arrested for allegedly opening graves and eating pieces of the bodies inside. No. Real-life vampires. I mean, okay, sure. So, uh, Muhammad Arif and Farman Ali were arrested in 2011 and sentenced to two years in prison for... Oh, this was this recent? Yeah, 2011. Damn, they were sent... Dude, that's like just a decade old. Sorry, continue. Yeah, yeah. So they were sentenced to only two years in prison because, again, Pakistan doesn't really have a lot of laws for grave robbing at this point, I guess. I mean, so just, I mean, yeah. Uh, why would they? Honestly, people con- don't expect this stuff to happen. Yeah, I don't think a lot of countries would have. They don't expect this shit to happen. So, yeah, um, yeah. they were sentenced to two years in prison for disentering five bodies and eating pieces of them. And. Um, there was a YouTube video apparently that went around filmed by a Pakistani news station which appears to show corpses with missing body parts and uh, human bones in a soup pot. I'm not looking oh. that up, but if someone wants to, be my guest. Anyways, then uh, these two people were sent to jail for two years. You know, they came out after two years. And after they came back, some people again started smelling some shit coming from their houses after, you know, they were released. In April 2014, they arrested the brothers again after a foul smell from the men's home led to the discovery of a small child's head, according to like the New York Times. So that's something these men just 
ate stuff oh and um i don't remember this was exactly the case but i remember reading an article about how once they were put in prison this time i think for 14 years they refused to eat anything that wasn't human so oh i don't know how so that went for them how did they know they probably ate. this is what they, they wanted to they eat probably like how, what led to that like how high were they when they were like human also isn't it isn't it like a, a health risk if you're having like dead bodies and i'm presuming most of the people that would have passed would have passed due to illness old age etc etc so yeah that's also pretty yeah, bad but just I having mean, like disease like, flesh if you okay if you're consuming human any like cannibalism isn't a great uh, dietary habit to have i'm pretty sure it's not anyways so i don't mm-hmm. think you care that you're getting sick if you're eating human flesh as a human being i mean i guess it's like eating like really spicy food like you know you're going to shit fire the next day but worth it why I, I am why am i doing this the, i don't think that's the <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I don't think that makes sense. I'm sorry. I've had a rough what, week. No, but okay. that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think they care. Yeah, is basically what I'm trying to say. No, Probably. yeah, I don't think they care. Eating human flesh, anyways. Like, your health is the last thing on your mind. You're yeah. eating a human being. Like, yeah. No, my <laughs> thing is, how did they realize that? How did they realize that I want to eat human? Why not? Because you're using a lot of drugs. Yeah. Because you're using like a heavy. Mm-hmm. Now, what type of drugs? So we can stay away from that. Just like uh, or, or okay. get closer. I don't know. Sorry. I yeah. I how would it have started? About Chandu. Like Chandu. <laughs> Chandu's our drug <laughs> dealer. Like everyone. LSD or yeah. shrooms or something like that. But LSD is not. It's it's. Um, I don't think it's something that make. Again, it just puts you in like a weird moody. No, um, like su- like super like um, what do you say? What do you say? Hypnotic drugs. Just like the, two the things. Um. Again, I'd like to remind everyone: this episode is about grave robbing, uh, and Chandu's <laughs> our drug dealer. Even though we don't do drugs, but he's he's always in our mind. He's a fictional character yeah. <laughs> made up by yours truly. Uh, yeah. He has a very successful girlfriend, though. Did she dump him? Yeah, like no, it's complicated. They're they're trying uh, to work it out, but like there's this other dude named Arif. Weirdly enough. Who she's been talking to, <laughs> and she's like, dude, he goes to the same university as me. Oh, and, like, and Chandu's they make like homeless. So. And, yeah, and Chandu's homeless. So it's a bit of a class struggle to say the uh, least. It's a modern um, time yeah. love story, basically. Oh yeah, yeah, big time. One of the very. It's like few. Romeo and Juliet, but Romeo's family doesn't exist anymore. And <laughs> Romeo sells drugs, and Juliet is very yeah. accomplished. <laughs> and also yes. looking at other guys that are kind of hard yeah mm. it's all up in the air right now i i will we'll keep you updated yeah. as and when i get to know yeah anyways back to grave robbery they get grave robbery like, much up? every time and it always confuses me but anyways mm. yeah sunidhi so was actually confused like two or three times when we were talking about this it's it's really she fun she's very seriously yeah i genuinely did until they explained and i'm like oh i see no tanvi and i literally one of us says something stupid as a joke and the other person just yeah. keeps carrying it forward and the person just plays along yeah, yeah and then no dude i remember the first time i mentioned chandu like without letting handa know that was a joke and again all made up she just started playing along <laughs> she's like yeah yeah i remember you told me you're getting commission because of it yeah. on his uh, like sales we're just like, yeah, yeah. we're just like a menace together 
if you see us don't talk to us <laughs> talk to sunidhi Anyways, she's a nice one talk to us yeah, yeah. talk to her talk to her post her. her in public yeah yeah just go up to her force her into a conversation she loves that shit makes yeah. her feel very wanted and important um continue yeah, yeah because i don't get that in my friend groups <laughs> speaking of famous people and sunidhi um the next person <laughs> is actually something i was quite surprised by Charlie Chaplin his grave was robbed wait Charlie oh, Chaplin okay. i thought you meant he grave robbed and i was like huh no <laughs> okay no he is a loved public then. icon okay like come on yeah so um in one of history's most famous cases of body snatching two men steal the corpse of a very revered film actor sir charles chaplin <laughs> from a cemetery in mm-hmm. the swiss village of i can not pronounce this located in the hills above lake geneva on march 1st 1978 so he was very famous for his alter ego the little tramp la 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 you know who charlie yeah. chaplin was and um, yeah. yeah he passed away on christmas in 1977 at the age of 88 nice long life good for him two months yeah. later his body was stolen from the swiss cemetery sparking a police investigation and a hunt for the culprits so after Chaplin's widow Una received a ransom demand of six hundred thousand dollars. The police began monitoring her phone and watching two hundred phone kiosks in the region, which is like, I mean, I guess phone Gee. tapping is easy now, but like back then they literally had to like That's station impressive. officers everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Una refused to pay the ransom, understandably so, saying that her husband would What have thought mean? the demand is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, come on, like we like it. Uh, the callers later made threats against her two youngest children. So Una Chaplin was Charlie's fourth wife. Damn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. they can. Wow, yeah. yeah. Oh, the old old Hollywood stars kept getting divorced. You know, like Elizabeth Taylor had seven husbands. Oh, what? Seven? Oh, she's married yeah. eight different times. Yeah, she's married Damn. eight different times. Like twice to Richard Burton. Um. Yeah. What makes you, you go? I will marry you. The marriage didn't work out. Divorce. Okay, three months later. I mean, I guess we can make it work again, babe. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah. They were both very like tumultuous people, so it makes sense. Yeah. Um, they're both very. Yeah. Uh, also, this relationship. Um, I do like Una, but it's it's. She is a grave robber. The Urban Dictionary version of it. I guess <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, good. I I like she was like my 18. My brain screenshotted. I was like, what do you mean she's the grave robber? <laughs> no, she's not the grave robber. Okay. Uh she's a urban dictionary version of the grave robber. So she was 18 uh, and he was 54 when they were married. Yeah. So um it's a lot. Oh, again, and it's they also had eight children together. Oh. Damn. Busy house. Contraception. I, people, please. It's. I mean, some people. Want I mean, sometimes kids. I think 19, Eight? 1900s weren't that long ago, and then I read this stuff. I'm like, huh. Huh. <laughs> Maybe the 20th Maybe. century was ancient. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. I have other shit to talk about in the 20th century, but later. So um, the family had basically settled in Switzerland in around 1952. And a lot of stuff happened after that. So basically, they had a nice life, kind of. She was eighteen, he was fifty-four, and then they had eight children. And then his grave was robbed. General summary. So after a five-week investigation, the police arrested. They were still married for a solid like thirty-four years, right? They were. They were. That's good. Yeah. 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 
So after a five-week investigation, the police arrested two auto mechanics, a Roman. I don't know how to pronounce his surname. I don't know how to say these names. I should have looked it up. Basically, they arrested two auto mechanics uh, who, on May seventeenth, led them to Chaplin's body, which they had buried in a cornfield about one mile from the original um, Chaplin family's home. So that December, they were convicted of grave robbing and attempted extortion. So the political refugees from Eastern—I uh, don't know how to pronounce these places' names. Damn. Good God! Why did you do this to yourself? Mm-hmm. So they were convicted of grave robbing and uh, attempted extortion, and um, basically they stole Chaplin's body in an attempt to solve their financial difficulties. And yeah, the mastermind of the plot. That's what they're calling him. Was sentenced to four and a half years of hard labor. So, yeah. I mean, I guess it wasn't that bad, but could have been. Yeah. This was taken pretty lightly compared to how I thought it would be. Yeah, same. Yeah. I mean, at least they didn't eat bodies. I guess so. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's, mm-hmm. there's levels to this. Yeah, and as for Chaplin, like his family reburied his body in a concrete grave this time, so that no one else steals it. Solid. Da da da. And another famous person, um, so that was worried about grave robbing, apparently. So William Shakespeare was apparently very scared about having his grave robbed. So he, on his grave, mentioned, "Good friend, for Jesus's sake, forbear to dig the dust enclosed here. Blessed be the man that spares these stones, and cursed be the one that moves my bones." So he kind of cursed his grave. Yeah, which is kind of badass. Like you know, come on. Yeah, I I was like, I want to do something like that. I don't want to be buried, but like if I if I ever like an alternate universe am buried, I want to do that. That's sick. I know, right? So yeah, that was William Shakespeare, and um, so I think one of the most um, let's say interesting kind of cases that probably happened was in again the eighteen hundreds by two scientists called Burke and Hare. So mm-hmm. basically, they were two serial killers <laughs> that were active in Edinburgh between 1827 and 1828. So they famously sold their victims' bodies to Do- Dr. Robert Knox, an influential lecturer in the University of Edinburgh. So again, anyone studying there, shout out to you as well. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So basically, Knox and his colleagues dissected the bodies as a part of their anatomical research. So at the time, Scottish law allowed the dissection of bodies in cases where the individual had died in prison or committed suicide. But providing a legal supply of bodies for dissection was obviously pretty difficult, and uh, the supply couldn't keep up with the growing demands. Hashtag economics. Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so basically, Burke and Hare took this practice one step further by killing their victims rather than waiting until they died of natural causes. So anyone who went in for like, hey, I kind of got a headache. Boom, dead. So wow. Yeah, they used to kill bodies for science. I mean, it's a foolproof idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for it's like it's for science. So if, if we forget morals for a second, if we forget morals and any sanity and stuff like that, if you forget it, it's pretty efficient. But they saw a problem and they made proactive decisions to fix it by killing a bunch you know? of people. So yeah. um. This is all sarcasm. This yeah, is all yeah. Sarcasm. 
I I hope you get it with the tone, but you know it's fine. I always get scared, you know. I don't know why because sometimes Tanvi's like sarcasm goes over my head, so I'm like, I'm just gonna assume the worst and just assume nobody understands. Okay, understandable. <laughs> yeah. So these killers had a very distinct MO. So their victims were usually lodgers who had been staying in their home. or people they invited in for a night of drinking so then they would wait until the victim was completely intoxicated before murdering them and taking their body to nox not hot <laughs> yeah it's it's something but then that makes me think like if the person's alcohol level is like very high wouldn't that also affect some parts of the body or does it just have no impact at the time i don't think that was a concern i don't think at the time that was a concern From what I'm understanding, I think the doctor mostly cares about like the anatomy and stuff like that. I don't think hmm. they're gonna focus. On okay, that yeah, much. 1800s. Taken... I mean, literally yeah. in 1900s, oh, 1800s people right, were exactly. yeah in 1900s people were licking radium, so you know. Literally. <laughs> and putting like asbestos on they their skin to make them themselves like. No, and they used to put asbestos on their skin to make them seem paler. because that was we will like elaborate on this these stories so cool. after this case but yeah. yeah so we have a lot of nonsensical information in our heads and this is how we get it out so this is the story of like the case i guess like they used to find people that were like susceptible to murder kill them and sell their bodies for science so yeah i guess that's it but there's like there's some stuff that happened post these cases and like interesting stuff within this case so um this is kind of gory but here we go so the first interesting fact i guess is that box's body was dissected and his skin was made into a notebook oh actually i kind of i think i may have heard of this yeah yeah so on a cursed version of death note <laughs> oh <laughs> Ooh. i Ooh. love that i love that my brain 10 out of 10 man 10 out of 10 this is probably the best thing you've said all hour year yeah. <laughs> i was thinking of like that'll be too mean let's just say this hour but yeah on the 1st mm-hmm. of february in 1829 a uh, box body was publicly dissected by professor monro at the anatomy theater the procedure lasted for 2 hours and during that time he decided to dip a quill into box's blood and write the following sentence This oh. is written with the blood of Burke, who was hanged at Edinburgh. His blood was taken from his head. Oh. I don't know why this was done, but okay, fun. <laughs> so yeah. Um, What the fuck? What kind of eccentric shit is this? This is like people in eighteen hundreds were just doing the most, like just the absolute That's most. That's insane. Literally. Honestly, just like say a curse along with it. Honestly, like just come full circle. Or just make it rhyme. I don't know. Literally. So the second is that Hare shot and killed his own horse at the peak of his murdering spree. Which is like, why? Not bad. Like it's just mean. <laughs> I love that we're like, yeah, don't do that to people. It's fine. Don't yeah. do that to animals. Yeah, it was something. I'm not sure how the thing really was. I don't remember very well. But I think they were trying to. kill someone or something happened but it didn't work out and he got angry so he just shot his horse i guess mm. just irritating That's, i don't like that so yeah the third one is that nobody really knows what happened to her so this is probably the creepiest part of the story while burke was executed her somehow escaped the death sentence by confessing in detail to everything they did However, the uh, people of Edinburgh were furious about the murders and wanted to see justice. 
So Hare was eventually released from custody on 5th February 1829 and sent in disguise to Dumfries. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but we don't care. But like, Dumfries? Dumfries. I'm it pretty sure it's like Dumfries, dumb but like yeah. Dumfries. Yeah, I know. It's like It looks like Dumfries and I just, I'm so sorry if, oh, it's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, while he was going, um, Somehow, some of the passengers recognized him and there was a whole thing that went on. And he escaped. Okay, one thing. Um, yeah. Do you by any chance know what Edinburgh's uh, population was like at the time? No idea. No. That Probably means. very small. Yeah, because mm-hmm. even now, I, I, do, I don't think they have a whole lot of people. Okay, um, but what, what's the thought process here? What, what do you want to know? Um, just to see how easy it would be for him to escape. Because oh. if it's not a very densely populated uh, city, and because again, especially in the early 1800s, I can't imagine Scotland being very densely populated, given that it still isn't. That's true. Right? That's true. Like, um, in 2011, I, I'm looking this up, I don't know, just know this information off the top of my head. <laughs> but in 2011, they had less than five black people. So less than oh. 500,000 people living in the whole city. And I'm pretty sure Edinburgh is like the most populated uh, city in Scotland. So mm-hmm. not a Fascinating. whole lot of people. But at the general, same time, this is like... Um, um, this actually puts wait, the next... Which year was this? 2011. Twenty. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, the crime was in eighteen twenty nine. No, I'm yeah. saying the crime. Yeah. yeah. The, when was the crime? Eighteen twenty nine. Eighteen twenty eight. Sorry, twenty nine was when they killed yeah, them. Yeah, no. Even at the time, even like doesn't matter. But the, I feel like the population to some degree does play a role. But I feel like nobody, yeah. nobody was watching anything. Yeah. So yeah, like but everyone yes, escaped and just like disappeared so easily. Yeah, you could then. easily just. Yeah. Yes, but so this guy. Like, ID um, people. They were just born yeah, and they yeah. died. Like that was Literally. all. Uh, life so was yeah, he was never seen after that day. No one knows what happened. So he probably yeah. just changed his name and continued to live. The yeah. next one is just like it's something. So the people of um uh the city paid a lot of money to watch Burke's edu- uh, execution. Education. What the fuck am I saying? <laughs> execution. <laughs> he yeah. was put in a class and made to study. No. So they paid a lot of money to watch his execution. So Mm -hmm. because this was such a popular case of the time, so many people wanted to watch him hang. So historians estimate that a crowd of 25,000 gathered to watch him. Jeez. 25,000. That's a lot. Are you sure it wasn't 2,500? It's 25,000. I'm not pretty sure people from all over Scotland probably came over there. Literally. Probably not just Edinburgh. People who had like a nice house nearby kind of thing were able to get extra money by, you know, a better seating, I guess. So this was, this was the case of Burke and Hare. And moving on to... um, I just keep thinking of like a singular strand of hair doing all of this. Um, nice, and it's nice. <laughs> it's H A R E, like it's like the rabbit hair, yeah. not the yeah. hair but hair. I kept but, thinking, yeah. yeah, but I just kept thinking of like a six foot two long, uh, tall. Also, like, I got to point out, boy kind of looks like an orangutan. Nice. All right, you talk. Like kinda. I I just got to put it out there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, also uh, 
in between the story i think we mentioned three things that i think we should do justice to by explaining just a little bit i talked about radium tanvi about uh, asbestos and suniti about something uranium uranium huh really oh okay she is um there's this channel called like nile red and uh-huh. um he does a lot of like chemistry videos don't just please don't Nerd. judge me and Nerd. it's very fun it's so it's so fun to watch i don't okay. know what it is yeah. so fun to watch I believe and it. he he turned like uranium like actual proper uranium into um what do you say um pebbles essentially like like marbles kind of like glass marbles uh, just to have like the 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 glowing effect of it and in the process when he was doing that he ended up making this like paste of uranium of course you have to be very careful to like make sure the it doesn't like the particles don't like of course come up and yeah. affect things but like while he was making that paste it was like yellow paint exactly like yellow paint and he's like and this is what they used uh, earlier at, for like yellow the the color yellow and now of course like like that's changed but at the time pure yellow color a lot of the times was just uranium just straight up uranium oh damn tanvi let's go next story <laughs> asbestos <laughs> okay so the thing with asbestos is especially in victorian england right women so there's this whole thing of you people weren't supposed to be able to tell that you were wearing makeup because that would make you look like a tramp which is their version of calling them in um, prostitutes right mm-hmm. so they're like you got, but at the same time like you wanted to have a pale complexion and the way to do th- the way they thought uh, they could get that was by rubbing like asbestos on their skin so a lot of their creams oh my and, god um, moisturizers and like all of that and powders would just contain a shit ton of asbestos uh what they didn't realize is this is what was causing a lot of them to like uh yeah. get cancer and die mm. uh, yeah they Fun. didn't realize that asbestos was a uh, was a carcinogenic and That's now asbestosis is like a lung condition no but um the next one actually i did like a fair amount of research into this it was horrific we can we might be able to do an episode on this So I think it's the case is popularly known as the radium girls case. I don't know if you all would have heard of it, but okay. So in um I think eighteen hundreds, late eighteen hundreds was when Madame Curie found radioactivity and radium, right? Yes. And uh, a short while later, she passed away due to extreme radiation poisoning, but. that's kind of what happened so um this guy who came from the us found that if you took radium mixed it with some glue and some zinc it glowed <laughs> in the dark <laughs> so that's of course yeah so they found that it glowed and they were like damn this shit fire and um in the 1920s well on 1920s like 1910s america was getting ready to go to war because you know world wars coming yeah, yeah. So yeah, while the men were drafted into the military, navy, etc., etc., these um, women, young women, who weren't from wealthy families, were given the task of helping out making stuff. So, one of the jobs given to them was using this radium plus glue plus zinc mixture to paint on like the dials of you know the um. meters and stuff that go into aeroplanes and like wrist watches and stuff like that yeah so they had to paint those dials with you know this mm-hmm. whatever mixture this is and um 
yeah that was their job so it was paid decently well so it was like a wealthy job for poor people i guess so this was like uh yeah so this was basically like a wealthy job for poor people and there were so many women at the factories yeah now the depressing part comes in so women were given this job specifically because they have nimble fingers it's fucking irritating mm-hmm. but you know that's that's what it was and um yeah so they were asked to paint this stuff every day and they were exposed like this is full on radium exposure so for context if you're handling radioactive materials i think you'd already know this if you're listening to this shit show of a podcast but if you don't you need to wear extremely heavy like protection equipment so you have to wear lead gloves a full body suit which has lead lining on it so because you know radioactive stuff can't really penetrate through the lead and um, yeah you have to be wearing a lot of stuff to prevent yourself from any damage and despite doing that you still are a little radioactive after this so these people were given nothing just like pure radium and they had to paint mm-hmm. and stand in a factory for like the whole bloody day and it gets so much worse so now um because this is very precise work the heads the managers over there said they had to lick the nib of the paint brush and paint the dials like they were licking radium and of course the ladies asked if this is safe and they were told by everyone that it's perfectly safe mm-hmm. and we have tested it which surprise surprise they had not so one of the first cases come out like and now people are taking this job as a pride thing like they look so good and they like doing the job they helping their nation xyz and what was cute was according to them oh. that when they left the factories their hands used to glow so did their mouths so did their lips because they have been exposed to radium for so long so that was taken as like wow this is so beautiful some ladies literally used to paint their nails and stuff with the things because it glowed in the dark and um, one of the first cases of radiation poisoning that came was i'm sorry i'm forgetting her name but there was a lady who worked in this factory day and night and um, she was having toothache and one of her teeth came out and again she's literally just 20 years old so your teeth shouldn't be falling out at this age she was confused let oh. it go but then the place started filling up with pus and it became a whole ulcer she shows it to the doctor and it's just getting worse and worse and worse and then she starts getting back pains and just like everything starts going to shit for her um at one point apparently the doctor the dentist literally picked out pieces of jawbone from the inside of her mouth oh my god and at one point when she went for a checkup the specialist literally removed her jaw from her mouth just by touching it no procedure required it just Bruh. came right off no way that that's insane it's it's horrific ladies went through so much these ladies were given like they just they fell extremely yeah. ill and i think you can understand why some people literally started glowing from the inside that's and terrifying. i know that sounds fancy but it is very dangerous they were glowing these ladies were glowing and they were sick they were puking they were just they were going through so much and their spines oh collapsed again like radiation makes your bones very very fragile and that's what happens their spines collapsed they had to have surgeries upon surgeries and i 
have to remind you these are factory workers they're not rich they're not wealthy they can't afford any of this they went to people they tried getting the word out there that this is probably coming from the factory because everyone who worked in those factories got ill they were made fun of um told they were weak and nothing happened until a man from the same yeah, factory got there, ill yeah. dozens of women have died have fallen ill nothing one man gets slightly sick and there's a whole research going on about it i yeah. don't even know what to say adding to this um the men who were working with the exact same substances were given lead gloves goggles and good protection material like while it wasn't enough it was still significantly more than the ladies and la- the ladies were licking the radium don't lick radium yeah please <laughs> Yeah this it's just so infuriating and the fact that even then they weren't really given any justice there was a court case that was supposed to be handled and this this started in the 1920s the court case hearing was near the 1940s and then to the court had the entire case had to be settled out of the court and the women were given 600 dollars every year but none of the women survived more than 2 years so none of them that is so fucking sad and yeah and like just to think about the fact that it, they were glowing i don't know how to sound like more horrified by this they were glowing imagine the fear they would have they're literally putting their hands in their mouth and coming out with pieces of fucking oh jawbone God. okay uh, guys like if you don't know how bad the licking radium thing could get Just for context, Madame Curie also took some precautions while handling radium like she wasn't eating it like these ladies were supposed to. You know, to date her notes cannot be read properly because they are so radioactive and it's been like 150 years, man, and you still can't touch them. Imagine eating radium. Literally, it what the fuck? It's it's horrific. Genuinely another crime like now now that we're on the topic of <laughs> capitalistic crimes <laughs> um another thing was um uh, so in the 1600s and you know whenever painting and stuff started it was before that but when it was mainstream green dye was very tough to find so like green paint green anything just not in good quality or anything like that in fact i think it was leonardo da vinci someone basically said like unless they painted varnish over their paintings in a day the green would just fade away so a few years later yeah. people come up with arsenic mixed with copper and they start using arsenic every yeah. fucking way <laughs> it's horrific like arsenic is not good for people and then people started throwing up green stuff everywhere and that's when they were like ha huh, this might be an issue but it took hundreds of years for this oh, to yeah. come to light too that's the thing, a lot of the original paints that were there like the starting ones a lot of them had radioactive substances a lot of them had very like volatile and dangerous compounds and a lot of people just openly using them of course we all know about like you know the lead plate situation where they would if they eat like and you know something that was acidic on a lead plate things would of course like they'd get lead poisoning as a result of it 
and a lot of this wasn't didn't come to life for like a long long time and uh, thankfully now we know a lot more about the elements so i mean i'm still kind of terrified there's so much shit that we could be doing right now and then you know 300 years down the line people be like ah that no, poor no. girl pretty like, sure that's like, I, i'm, I'm just like, like terrified um, but exposed yeah to like a lot of blue light from like your computers i think that's the closest i think now it's like more technological than it is like chemical if that makes sense i can see that yeah i think it'll yeah, be more exactly. like electronic radiations and shit mm. So every day even though everything is online right now take some breaks from your devices. You don't have to drop them. Just take a break, all right? It it does good for you. It's healthy. Pick up a book, draw something, I don't know, whatever. Pick up something new. Just you need to let go of it for a little bit a little bit for your eyes, for your head, for everything, all right? That's it. <laughs> also, we've strayed pretty far from grave robbing. Yeah. Also, we did. We definitely did. So yeah, now we now that we're done with the interesting facts with Suneeti, Anika, and Tanvi segment, I guess. Yep. A. With Tanvi leaving. Our name spell S A T. Yeah, Tanvi just left. She she just she's something. Yeah, she left a while ago. If you didn't notice, but we're fine with that. So yeah. Are we? Grave robbing is. We're not. Grave robbing is. A topic that I didn't expect I would enjoy reading about, but. It's pretty shit, there's a lot that went down. Yeah. yeah. The more you look back, the weirder shit comes to light and I'm like, wow, humans are just fucking weird. Yeah. I mean, grave robbing is pretty fascinating. I think the first time I was like introduced to the concept of grave ro- grave 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 robbing. Grave robbing was when um I think it was an episode from the morbid podcast i think morbid a true crime pro- podcast i can't talk today i cannot talk you can't you can't no, talk today happening. um but yeah from that podcast there was an episode done on like grave robbing and i think or was it some guy specific i don't remember but um there was this guy this is one of the probably the most famous like case of like grave robbing where this guy he was treating this girl she was very beautiful she was um and he just fell in love with her and he is much older than her right she's like i think around like 19 20 years old from what i remember um of course i'll i'll butt in in between if i've done anything wrong here and i'll fix my whatever i've said but she okay, okay. um yeah she was pretty young so she was a grave robber and and he <laughs> and oh yeah No no she didn't like him she didn't like him at all she had no interest in him but he had to like treat her he oh, was the okay. only doctor that, that was like oh, able to no. treat her she felt uncomfortable like she didn't like it something like that but she didn't reciprocate the feelings so then but then afterwards he assumed or like he just thought like okay you know we're meant to be she's you know my soulmate or whatever and after she passes right he went and dug out her grave and her family was i think rich enough to have like a like those um what do you say those like little houses like a small house just for the for the coffin and she kind of had that yeah, and yeah. he went inside it took out uh, took her out and um embalmed her basically and made sure that she was preserved and she and i've heard yeah. of this case and he literally made her into like a living doll and he like kept um you know i think he like sewed her eyes open or something like that and he that's dead if i he made sh- and even though like the smell of a decomposing body still stay because that's not it, 
a lot of people think that embalming and all that means like you fully preserve your body. The the only way to like fully preserve a body and prevent it from decomposing is literally to put it in fucking like resin or something like that. Like that's the one of the only ways I think I can think of off the top of my head. So, um, and so the body kept decomposing. It was exposed to a lot of different things, and so eventually the family like noticed that something was off, and they found. Um, I think the girl's name was Elizabeth, if I remember right. I don't remember, but this, and they eventually found out, and she was reburied, and he, of course, his doctor's license was taken away. So yeah. Hi guys, just a clarification. Um, I don't know why I said this is the most well-known or most famous case of grave robbing. I don't know where I pulled that out of my ass, but as for the details that I've provided, they are not exactly incorrect from what I'm checking. But if you want to know more specific details, you can check out the episode on Morbid or True Crime podcast. At the episode number is one forty two, one four two, and um, just for extra details, if you just want to search now, the name of the doctor is Carl Tanzler, and the name of the woman is Maria Elena Milagro de Hoyos, and yeah, that's basically what I want to clarify. As it should be. Yep. <laughs> It was a pretty old case, so like the pictures are all black and white. So, I mean, at least at least there were pictures. Let's be happy about yeah. that. No, let's not. That's kind of terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's surprising how many grave robbers just do it for the ransom. Yeah. Like it's like kidnapping, but more humane. Well, it's not more humane. No. It's something. It's another direction. Don't kidnap people. Don't kidnap people. Don't, just don't, just don't, don't do people, it. It's honestly. it's not the best thing. It's not it's not worth it. I think our podcast now is just us going. So this is what happened. You don't do <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like people have radium lying around. Like people have. Yeah. Don't don't lick yeah. it. Don't rob graves. Just don't do anything. Just sit there. <laughs> just sit there yeah. quietly. Still. <laughs> just sit just there quietly. Just pick up a book and read. Honestly, just pick up a book. If you ever get the need to like lick radium or rob somebody's grave. Just pick up a book. Yeah, or just you know, you like as I've heard in many shows, put a rubber band around your wrist, and if you have thoughts of licking radium or bro, robbing I used to or do killing that. people, I used to do just, that. Just just no, use that rubber band, and stab yourself in the hand with a knife. Oh, don't don't yeah. Oh, okay, that was taking. So what's the point of the rubber band? Um, it slows the bleeding. No, I don't think, I don't think, that's. I mean, if it's a tight enough rubber band, it It'll would technically slow the bleeding. Then. That's fine. You're stabbing yourself in the hand. Point with a knife. is, you will suffer the. Don't do it. <laughs> yes, don't do it. Although, like, wait, I, I know I'm like derailing again, but like related to like the what do you say the radium thing, I I have one question. Do you think, right? when they were like testing it out and stuff and they were like okay we can use this for mm-hmm. like pain and whatever do you think that water is wet see given that grave robbers but i really think that we should leave